And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with New Age Insider's Chief of Staff, DC Matthews, and the unendorsed Doc Manson. I've been told I'm not allowed to welcome you to DDT Wrestling as patio furniture. I actually believe I've been told I should never do that accent again. Now, in all fairness, uh, I, Doc Manson, have never been told to stop doing any of my accents or impressions, except for maybe Casey Kasem. But you, DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI, you, you were committing some sort of felony last week. Can I, can I tell you, seven-year-olds love that voice. When you're seven and you've never actually heard an Irish person talk, it's the funniest thing ever, and you can take that to the bank, Doc Manson. All right. I'm going to close my eyes. Doc Manson is going to pretend that he's a seven-year-old kid, and I want to hear some patio furniture convince me that this is the funniest thing ever. Go. I'm going to have performance anxiety now. Oh, man. All right. Hold on. Let me get into character. All right. Eyes are closed. Shiny potatoes, shiny potatoes, shiny... Top of the morning to you, Doc Manson. There at Doc Manson. It's me, Pat... Close your eyes. You opened them right away. It's me, Patio Furniture. And I'm here to talk wrestling with you on the DDT Wrestling. Mrs. Manson's bringing Doc food, of course, because it's time for the show to start. And it can't start until Doc Manson's wife brings him a wee bite to eat. Maybe some corned beef and cabbage, or maybe some shiny potatoes. I don't know why they're shiny, but shiny potatoes is always good. Now, tell me, Doc... Maybe it's not the funniest thing ever, but at least it's somewhat convincing. I I only had my eyes closed for a brief moment. I heard Mrs. Manson come in, and I knew she was bringing me a delicious sandwich, so I got distracted. But I will say, what I heard, with my eyes closed, was not the worst thing ever. Well, you have to understand, you threw me with the beefy Wellington thing... Last week. I wasn't expecting that. Ah. I'm out of practice on the improv scene. So what kind of sandwich are you eating there, sir? Oh, hold on. Caught a mid-bite. Sorry. Sorry. That's a faux pas. Uh, this would be a grilled cheese with turkey and tomato on mm. rye bread. Very good. Very good. Is that your... That is your dinner? That is my dinner. Uh, I ate... Um, wonton soup, sir. Oh, yeah? From the buffet? No. Well, technically, it's sister restaurant closer to me. Okay. But the most delicious wonton soup that one can ever have. And it was... It was... It, it, as, as as advertised, it was quite good. Alright, so instead of talking about the food that are, are, our are we, fans... Are we going to talk about some wrestling tonight? On DDT well, Wrestling! Well, and and we have some emails here at ddtwrestling at gmail dot com. But I have to ask you, Doc. Indeed, um, you've been you've been noticeably absent from Twitter, and that's Twitter. saying something because you're you're almost usually you're almost always absent, anyways. But you've been even more absenter hey! than usual. I think I might resent that. I'm not sure. Well, okay. Well, you're even more absenter than usual. Um, 
What's been going on? Uh, you get busy? You got work? Work obligations? Secrets. Secrets? Yeah. You've joined the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, they, that's that's why Hatsy's with you. More likely... Hatsy's with you because he's your... He's, He's your, you know, he's the he's the M or the Q rather to your James Bond. Is that what this is? I'm not sure any of those people you just mentioned worked for the CIA, but I think I well, get they the work gist. for MI6, mm, I suppose. Indeed. Well, um, no, not those sorts of secrets. I, I would say I work I work more for a central unintelligence agency. So I, I really don't think that's those types of secrets that you're talking. No, what I'm talking about are super secrets, important secrets. Uh, what, what you might call the hashtag super secret bestie project. And I don't know what that could possibly mean, but all I know is it's keeping me busy at night. And, um, you know, the besties and the rest of the neighborhood and community at some point might, in some way, perhaps, come to benefit from my labors. DDT Wrestling, don't be the resties, be our bestie. I like it. We need that on a bumper sticker. Don't be the restie, be our bestie, here at DDTWrestling.com. What's a restie? Dot org. At gmail.com is the email. And I've asked you, Doc, I've asked you, sir... I would like this to be an NXT-centered show. And it's not just because our three emails, down from eight to three, which actually means we can have a more fruitful conversation here, but all three of those emails have to do with NXT. And what I've noticed, while I only listen to one other wrestling podcast, that would be NAI Pod, home of the New Age Insiders, at New Age Insiders, at Liam NAI, and at Bill Neville NAI, uh, but I like how you almost talk. how you almost didn't mention Bill. I heard that little gap in your voice. You, you thought I of, couldn't remember what his Twitter oh, address was. I was like, "Is it Bill? Bill? He's NAI? throwing shade at you, Bill. He's throwing I'm shade. Not throwing shade." So when I'm get done beating down Liam, all I'm saying is, I think the next match on the card, the only one that could possibly, you know, follow up that spot fest that is Doc Manson versus Liam Stryker, I think, is Bill Neville. Versus DC Matthews. I appreciate your letting us on go, go on last. Mm-hmm. That's good. We can be the popcorn break after your epic battle, your steel cage, last man standing on a pole match. That will will go on. We're like the divas match that goes on in between the the really exciting match in the main event. So thank you. So thank you for that. Um, if you're not in the main event, what's the main event? Jason Malta versus himself and his many other characters. Oh, I'd like to see that. That sounds delightful. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Um, before we get too NXT deep, and what I was pointing out is NAI Pod doesn't do a lot of NXT talk. I'd like to do NXT talk. However, we will we'll go a little adjacent to NXT. Uh, not Bill Neville, but Adrian Neville. Oh. Ow. 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 Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Ow. Ah. Ah. Uh, I just have to say, all, all the best to him. God, that Speedy looks recovery. like that smarts. Like, wow. Turns yeah. out it's not as bad as we thought it was. No, which is nice. Which is good for him. We should ideally see him back before the end of the calendar year. But, but ouch. Ow. They, they're saying ow. two to three months. So, 
Good for him. Yeah. He could be back for Money in the Bank. Maybe. With Seth Rollins and everyone else who's supposed to come back. Yeah. This summer is going to be a big, you know, every week somebody else is going to return from injury. Hey, you know, today, or I don't know if it was today or yesterday technically, but a big announcement. Uh, indeed, as we suspected, it's been confirmed. Sting has wrestled his last match due to the injury sustained at the hands of Seth Rollins. Um, the legend killer. Uh, yeah, the most dangerous man in the WWE, uh, well, not today because he's on the injured list, but the most dangerous man to be in WWE again someday. Uh, but the thing that I want to think about, I want us to talk about this because we heard about that and we heard about this supposed injury of Bray Wyatt having some sort of back issue now. And the thing I've been seeing around around the Twitterverse, I know this is not NXT related, I'm sorry, but the thing I've been seeing okay. around the Twitterverse is that what's going on? What's with this extensive injured list going on right now? That's what everyone wants to know. What's what's in the water, man? Why is everybody getting injured? And you know what? I don't know what your opinion on it is, but here's what I want to float out there. So you tell me if I'm talking crazy here. I think that this is actually a really good thing. Not that people are getting injured, but what this says is there's a culture in the company where it's okay to admit that you're hurt and take the time to heal up. A guy like Bray Wyatt, I think, five years ago, would have had to have wrestled through that match with Brock Lesnar, potentially causing himself a catastrophic, career-threatening, life-threatening injury. And instead, in today's atmosphere, he was able to say, whoa, I think Harper's got to take this one. I got to do some rehab. And that's accepted. And I think that's actually a net positive. Everybody's painting this injured list, this massive injured list, as a negative. I actually think it's a net positive. It means these guys have some job security and that they don't feel bad about having to take the time to heal up when these nagging sort of injuries happen. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. I also think... Maybe not more importantly than that, but my point would be it speaks to the depth of this roster. That you can have John Cena, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, now Neville. You can have Don't forget about Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. You can have six to eight guys injured on the shelf. And we're still heading down the road to what will wind up being an entertaining WrestleMania. And yeah, perhaps it's not as sparkly and shiny as it could be, especially when you look at the card on paper next to the NXT card, which we'll get to in a minute. But I do think it speaks to the fact that they're going to have a just fine WrestleMania, and it's because of the depth of their roster and who they can acquire. I was looking for some reason... We don't need to talk about why, but I was on uh, a website called number2contenders.blogspot.com, Never which heard once it. upon a time was the original home of DC Matthews, before I was known as DC Matthews, mind you, and Doc Manson. And I was known as Doc Manson. You were. Because I choose a gimmick, and I work it, man. I stick I'm, to it. I am like Charles Wright, the Godfather. I had my Papa Shango phase. Now I'm in my Kama Mustafa phase. And eventually I'm just going to become the Godfather. So, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, 
I think I'm that's sure probably going to be the most entertaining period of knowing you in my entire life. Uh, you th- I am sorry, Mrs. Matthews, but I have to say, I am looking forward to this next phase. Choo-choo! There we go. Everybody all aboard, and now I'm uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> but on that website, I was looking at something, and we talked about how, you know... It would be a good thing for John Cena and Randy Orton to step aside a little bit so we could focus on these young lions like Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. Well, now, with the exception of Seth Rollins, here we are. Cena and Orton are stepped aside. The focus is all about Ambrose and Reigns. So, yes, I think you make an excellent point. Kudos to WWE for fostering a culture where it's okay to be injured. You don't have to be like Shawn Michaels or Mick Foley. Or and one CM wrestles. Punk, right? I mean, or, and, and, and actually, that's that's the question I guess maybe I have for you is, is CM Punk the reason why this atmosphere exists? I would argue it's probably more Daniel Bryan, but I, I don't necessarily know that a single person was the watershed catalyst moment for this. Fair I enough. think it's something that's happened over time. Yeah. But, uh, as I had said, missing the opportunity for a lovely segue, uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas is shaping up to be a, a, a night of historic proportions and I know that's that's a phrase bandied about a lot by WWE commentators and Tony Schiavone a former WCW commentator but it truly looks like it's going to be an epic show so doc I ask you did you watch NXT this week yes okay good I didn't watch all of it though well that's okay I didn't watch all of it either I I I started at the beginning and went to the ending and fast forwarded a great deal through the middle because when I I choose to find my happy hashtag find my your happy by only watching the bits of wrestling that I enjoy. You got to so, stop saying find your happy because I know it doesn't. You don't think about it this way, and you know it doesn't make me uncomfortable. But it makes me think of it in a way that would make you uncomfortable. Find your happy. Reach out and grab it. Okay. Now what? Now you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Oh, well, that actually felt quite comfortable. But oh, I digress. My. <laughs> Ta-ha! Take that, Doc Mess. See what you've done there. Um, it, you know, it was a good show. I'm not going to watch Dana Brooke. You can't make me. You cannot make uh, me she's watch fine. Dana Brooke. No. She's better she's than Eva not. Marie. No, she is not. I watched Eva Marie and greatly enjoyed that tag team match. Bela and Asuka versus Eva Marie and Nia Jax. What did I, did I say? Bela? That's what I heard. I could be wrong. Oh. Bela-ka? Bela-ka-ka. Bela-ka, Bela-ka, 619. Oh, there you go. I'd like to see that gimmick. There you go. Um, but I thought that match was just fine. Uh, but, so let's, let's talk NXT. Uh, did you enjoy watching Chad Gable, as always? As always, that ma- I, I now that you've mentioned it, I think you were the first person to mention the the formula of an American Alpha tag team match, and now it's really starting to bother me. Yes, I agree. It really is. Chad Gable is amazing. Then Chad Gable gets beat up for a while, and then Jason Jordan gets the hot tag. Correct. Though the O'Connor roll into a deadlift German suplex was a thing of beauty. Chad Gable is so. So good. I mean, regardless of the repetitiveness of 
how they're structuring their matches right now. They are so damn watchable. It is ridiculous. Like, I enjoyed that main event on NXT this week far more than I can remember enjoying a tag team match in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they they are just so good. Give them the belts. Put them on the main roster. Let's let's be done with this. Let them run roughshod over the new day for a little while. I'd love to see it. I they'd be good. If I had, if I had to guess, and I and I do want to. I do want to get. We're going to get around to this eventually. I think in this NXT discussion, uh, I would like to see them in WWE by the end of this year. I don't know if it'll happen, but I think they're missing an opportunity. You know. I, I was hoping Y2AJ would save the tag team division. That did not happen, obviously. But Enzo and Cass and American Alpha can save tag team wrestling. It, she's back again. What did she bring you now? Oh, jeez. First a sandwich and now cookies. Do you have anything to drink? Do you need some cocoa? I still have some there, beer. Muffin? You all set? Um, oh, I, I wish I had some hot cocoa, though. Maybe if I pick up this magical device... <laughs> no, 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 no. She's been too good to me already. She is, she is. All right. But I do think Enzo and Cass and American Alpha can save tag team wrestling in WWE because right now we're getting some sort of New Day versus League of Nations multi-man match for the tag team titles. Like, are we going to get to a point where the League of Nations as a group owns the tag titles? How does that work? Well, they each get half of it. Like New Day currently, or something. They've been setting the stage for it because New Day currently is the tag team champs. And just this week on Raw, I forget who it was, but one of the announcers was talking about how they follow whatever that rule is that allows any two of the three on any given night mm-hmm. to defend them. Well, they mentioned that because the Fabulous Freebirds are going into the Hall of Fame. This I year. think they also the other reason why they mentioned it is because yeah. They're setting it up so League of Nations potentially could do the same thing. Have we spoken since Roadblock? I don't think we have. That- Roadblock was this Saturday. We have not talked. No, I guess not. Since Roadblock, at least not on the air. Um, I'm glad Kofi Kingston's not dead. What happened to Kofi Kingston? When he fell, he was in the ring and he like jumped off the top rope and like landed on his oh, head, yeah. neck and shoulder. It was it was not as bad as I thought it was originally, but I, I I'm glad he's not dead. Me too. I like Kofi. So his uh, gimmick is a little stale these days. Well, we thought we were saying that back in 2014 on number two contenders that it was stale and that he needed a heel turn and a new gimmick. So we got both of those wishes, but now we're feeling like it's stale again. What do you think? I wasn't planning on having this discussion, but since it came up organically, um, is there a set amount of time that a gimmick can last before it needs tweaking? Like, is there an expiration date on a gimmick, any gimmick, before it needs at least something new? I think that depends not on the amount of time, but the amount of exposure. Because, you know, a guy like Mick Foley comes back, and I'm not looking for a gimmick change at this point. Um, no, well, and, and although he's a legend now, I will say when The Rock comes back, I'm hoping for something a little different these days. Yes, true. So uh, I meant to go to this uh, when we were talking about the Central Unintelligence Agency. Have you seen the trailer for his new movie? No. What's it called? Central Intelligence. 
Oh. With Kevin Hart. I, I'm not a Kevin Hart fan as a rule. I well, don't not even know as a who rule. that is. I just don't happen to be Kevin. He's a African American comedian who's very short, and that seems to be his shtick is that he's very short. Like Martin Short. Uh, but yeah. African American. But um it, it it was an entertaining trailer. I would go watch that movie. Okay. Okay. But I digress again. Um you know, I, I look at a guy like obviously Roman Reigns could use some sort of character tweak, although him walking down the ramp without talking and beating up Triple H, I found enjoyable. Uh, I will say the one thing that ruined all that for me was the end. When he was going after Triple H backstage, and then the Usos step in, and for some reason he backs down, and then Mark Henry comes over and it's like, save it for Mania, save it for Mania. And, and Jack Swagger with a wallet chain. Right, like, what? Who? Because we're, we're living 1998. What? I don't know, I thought that was very strange. I would have actually had far more appreciation for that whole spot if the Usos had gotten in the way... And he had just barreled through them. Nailed them with the chair, gotten them out of the way, and just gone straight after Triple H again. Taking out his cousins yes. to go back. I would have liked to have seen that. I would have been okay with it if it had just been the Usos. And I know they probably wanted him to look like he needed more than just the, you know, he took more than just the Usos. But I would have been okay with, all right, it took his family to come in and talk some sense into him. Uh, that would have been very intriguing, though, if he had, you know, pushed them aside or taken them out and continued. That's that uber-aggressive Roman Reigns that we've all seemed to be pining for. When he was going I, I after like H, like, that was exactly the Roman Reigns I want. When he backed down because the Usos said, think about what you're doing, I was like, oh, right, it is still that guy. Never mind. Very fair point. I didn't. I didn't think of it that way. But um, you know, and then we don't have to have a huge discussion on it. But I, it does make me wonder. You know, Dean Ambrose is great. Yes, and I'm loving what he's doing. He is lately. great. Yes, and so is Mick Foley, and so is Barbie. And that was that was the exact way you use a legend. No, the exact the way end. you use a legend is you do that exact same vignette, but you do it. The Raw before Mania. And that way you have Dean Ambrose coming out to the ring at Mania for the first time, Barbie in tow. Like, I think that could have made that a little more special. Absolutely, but you don't think that him coming out next week on Raw, toting it, and actually maybe Brock Lesnar seems a little dare I say, intimidated by Dean Ambrose actually with a weapon in hand. Yeah, but I mean, you, there's a few weeks left, you know what I mean? This, sure. this week he scared him over with the crowbar. Next week, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar gets the upper hand over the crowbar. After that, you know, you, you have to go back to the drawing board. The crowbar is not working anymore. Ah! Pull out the barbed wire wrapped baseball bat. And then, boom, you know, you've got a nice escalation there. Uh, but that's I, me being crazy and writing a logical story progression. No, you're, you're, the timing, I will agree. Timing could have been better. But in terms of a, Mick Foley was on camera oh, yeah. for a hun- Loved 120 it. seconds. Loved it. Best performance. Meaningful moment with one superstar. You know, and I liked when he came out to talk about Hell in a Cell. I did too, actually. It was Ambrose and Rollins. I did like that. No, that was the last but good that thing was, he did, yes. 
but that is what you want to you you want you, you to use your legends intelligently and sparingly. Yeah, you know, I, I do think talking about the Rock. You know, people keep wondering what's his role going to be. What's his role going to be? He's got to get in the Hall of Fame this year. I'm going to say it right now. That's it. He's going to be the last name. There's always one big last name. I think it's going to be him. I think this is hmm. The Rock's year getting inducted. He's not already in. No. Huh. All right. Well, maybe. I, I doubt it. I feel like normally they do the biggest name first, but but you're right. Well, and, it could be. And depending on, depending on how you feel about it, Sting could be, you know, maybe not to us, but Sting is a huge name. So, you know, they had, they've had, you know, The Warrior and Kevin Nash or Scott Hall or whoever, and those were two also very big names, but this would just be a, a very star-studded class with big yeah, boss. I think more likely he just shows up as the host of WrestleMania, like he did that year with The Miz and John Cena. He just, he comes out, he gives a promo at the beginning, we see him maybe briefly at the end, and that is it. End the list. That does absolutely nothing for me. Well, correct, but... If anybody's expecting anything more than that, I think you're crazy. Alright. Alright, so, we're 24 minutes in, we've really not talked about NXT at all. I told you I it was lies. Se- I should have seen this coming. I told you. I should have seen I, this I didn't even do it on purpose. Like, this just was organic, but, you know. No, and, and I'm okay with that. I think what, what makes DDT Wrestling, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, such a good show is that it is organic. Uh, and I, I'd forgotten that we hadn't talked about Roadblock. So... Uh, I thought, yeah, okay, it was predictable. What else is new? But it was a great night of wrestling. Yeah. That was a fantastic show from a wrestling standpoint. Uh, What was your favorite match, if you can remember? I know it was four or five days ago. Um, It's probably Triple H versus Dean Ambrose. It was a good, solid match. That was very, yeah, that was very good. That's exactly what I want from a main event. Um, yep. Well, and, and Ambrose now feels like a main eventer. He was creeping closer and closer and closer. But give credit to Triple H and to Dean Ambrose, of course. But give credit to both of those guys. Dean Ambrose is now a solid main eventer, and I think he beats Brock clean. Well, at Mania, wire bat. Yeah. All right. I think I think he he's the first person to pin Brock Lesnar since uh, beating the streak. All right. All right. So, an early prediction. I think that's possible. We'll have to see how the booking goes, but yeah, that's possible. Um, going back to NXT, I'd like to call that one of the subtitles to Roadblock would be, for me, Revival Arrival. <laughs> I enjoyed that match as well. Enzo and Cass are now officially ready, you know, for for the main roster. And I thought Dash and Dawson, yeah. Dash, Dawson is bald. Dash and Dawson Dawkins are great. That's not who it is. Does, no, Dawkins Dash was the guy and Angelo lost. Dawkins. No, I'm pretty sure it's Dash and Dawkins. No. I'm telling you it is. You're incorrect. Dash and Dawkins would be the kid from The Incredibles in Angelo Dawkins. That's Dash and Dawkins. Ooh, I'd like to see that. So, think no, I can get Dash that and Netflix? Dawson. Scott Dawson is the bald guy. Dash Wilder is the guy who looks like Curtis Axel. Okay. Or Arn Anderson. But I thought they did they did an excellent job. That was a good match as well. And and, and who did they give face? them credit. Sorry? Who'd they face? Enzo and Cass. Oh right. The They're the tag, tag champions. They are yes. so forgettable, the revival. I'm sorry. I I, I, no. I couldn't even I didn't not I honestly did not remember that they were the tag team champions. 
uh, one of our besties, Adam Chip, he and I want revival jackets. I would like to, I, if I could order a revival jacket and put the name Matthews on it, I would wear that all over the place, which would confuse people because I don't think I'm I'm telling tales out of school here. That's not my last name, and I would still wear it out in public and confuse people who know me. So that'd be great. I like sorry to see that. the fourth. <laughs> sorry if I just shattered the fourth wall, people. Um, speaking of our email, yeah, and besties, indeed. Chris Hawk, C underscore Hawk nineteen ninety four, frequent bestie of ours. I don't know if he would qualify as like a bestie of the month, if if that was ever a thing. But he asked this, and this is why I wanted to have. That sounds what? absolutely ridiculous, bestie of the month. I'm just saying, ridiculous. I know that's it's an idea that would bomb. <laughs> but a boom. Uh, he uh, uh, Casey, what does he have to say? It's a quick one. Is it just me? Or has NXT been missing something the past few weeks? I'll be missing you. I yes. I a world champion who matters. Agreed. And yes, that is what NXT is missing. Is Finn Balor uh, is so a non-entity? Much of a a non-entity. Great, great term. He is such a non-entity that we don't care about the NXT singles. You know, the biggest singles match now is either going to be Baron Corbin versus Austin Aries or Sami Zayn versus the newest signee, Shinsuke Nakamura, or otherwise known as Nakatomi Plaza. So no one cares about Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. No one I mean, it's not helped by the fact that we've seen that before. Also true. Also true. But even if we hadn't seen it before, well, no, you'd care a little more. But no one would, it's, it's, you know, and, and it's not their fault that Ares and Nakamura, now I'm going to say it wrong, Nakamura showed up, you know, when they did. But Finn Balor is a non-entity. I don't, you know, okay, let's actually think about it. This week the main event was... Uh, Alpha versus the VOD villains. The week before that, it was all Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe. The week, when was the last time Finn Balor main evented NXT? I don't know, but isn't he technically injured? Is that true? I think he's injured. Oh, he did have the ankle injury, but I don't remember if that happened before the tapings or after the tapings. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't you know. know. Going back to Roadblock, one of the things I found most impressive is, you know, all of the tapings until WrestleMania were done beforehand. So there was really no way the Revival was going to lose, and there were two moments where I thought Enzo and Cass were going to win, and I was like, they're just going to have to retape everything. That would be a great thing for them to do. Credit to those four for putting together a match that exciting. But, yeah, and so maybe he is injured. We'll give him slightly the benefit of the doubt, but come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I know he, I know he's probably one of the next few to go up to WWE. But to what end? He is so non-exciting, you know. He's going he's going to run the risk of pulling a Tyler Breeze or a Neville and just show up and then not be doing anything. He I mean, I know a lot of people really like Finn Balor. But that dude has negative personality. Like he is a black hole of charisma. The demon 
has a spark. There's something to that. The entrance, there's pomp, there's circumstance, there's there's spectacle that people appreciate to the demon. But Finn Balor and his leather jacket, I guess, black hole of charisma. That's really all I can say. Maybe they're keeping him out so when this bulletproof Balor club shows up, maybe it'll explain him turning heel. Maybe he can, you know, maybe that's something. I'm giving them a lot of credit for thinking that far ahead. But that's what it's missing, Chris, if you're asking. Is it just me? No, it's not just you. NXT has been missing something for the past few months, not weeks, months. What'd you call me? I'm talking to the email. Oh, right. Chris Hawk, is it just me, or has NXT been missing something the past few weeks? For a moment, I thought you had said Chester, that's all. I thought perhaps you had um, called me into the room for a second here, but I must have misheard. I thought it was Chester. What do you think about NXT? Evidently, you said Chris Hatsy. Oh, NXT, absolutely wonderful. I love everything about it. Uh, The best $9.99 you can spend on a wrestling product uh, per month, I think. What do you think about Asuka? We've never asked you. Asuka? Oh, what a nice lady. I wouldn't mind inviting her up to my penthouse, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I don't. Can you explain it? (laughs) Oh, well, you see, when a man loves a woman... uh, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, don't you know? Uh, So... (laughs) Moving right along. Uh, okay. <clears throat> yes, I, 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 I'm sorry to have confused you, Chester. I was talking to Chris Hawk, the author of this email. It's fine. I, Chester has a... He's got this hearing impediment. Well, it's probably something he should fix before he joins the Central Intelligence Agency. Indeed. So. Or- All right. Um, let's see here. Did you see... Uh, Sami Zayn's piece, or did you miss that part from NXT? Mm, I think I missed it. So Sami Zayn comes to the ring to open the show, um, talks about how you know Samoa Joe beat him, and you know, and but what really is bothering him is Takeover Dallas looks to be this amazing thing, and he doesn't really have a match on it. And then William Regal comes out and says, "Yes, you do. You're going to be taking on NXT's newest talent." And there's a video package. Of Shinsuke Nakamura, who basically says, see you in Dallas, Sami Zayn. And the crowd goes crazy, and Sami Zayn kind of looks around in disbelief. Was he making that face when he was on the video? Is that the face he was making? Do you have a problem with Shinsuke Nakamura there, Doc Manson? <laughs> i got no problem with him, but every picture I've seen of the guy, he's, woo boy, he's got some sort of facial tick going on. That's all I can say. It's part of the eccentricity of the king of strong style. Mm. Uh, And Brandon, our good buddy Brandon, uh, at Brandon Mac NAI, offered this email for us. How long do you see Nakatomi Plaza spending in NXT before he heads up to the main roster? Also, with... Nakatomi Plaza's arrival in NXT. How do you think it will affect Hideo Itami? Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. Well, and thank you, Brandon. We love you, too. Uh, yeah. Who? Keep touching my who... happy. Wait, what? I, you find your happy. You don't oh. touch the happy. Sorry, sorry. 
My bad. You might caress it. Oh. Gently. Tenderly. That's how it stays happy. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you seem who's so uncomfortable up- right now. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm getting used to it by now. Um, who's this other guy besides That's Nakamura? what she said. The, the she said, who's this other guy besides Nakamura? That's well, maybe she, she might have said that. I thought that I was getting used to it. Things, Who is I this? Uh, I, I don't... Hideo? Hideo Itami? Who is Hideo Itami? I think he's the kick guy. Oh, yeah, the kick guy. Yeah, Tajiri. for like two or three months. <laughs> he wishes he was Tajiri. <laughs> Tajiri had missed... Tajiri had the tarantula. Tajiri had a you know a relationship with William Regal in some capacity. Hideo Itami wishes he was Yoshihiro Tajiri. Thank you very much. What if Hideo Itami came back with the mist? I would love it. Hideo Itami needs to come back with something. You want to talk about black holes of charisma? Hideo Itami is one. And maybe it's because, you know, there's a language barrier. Fine. Maybe it's because NXT is stifling his moveset. Fine. Maybe it's because... I don't buy that for a second. Tease the GTS, you know, and they were hoping he would break it out at a big moment, which he hasn't had yet. Fine. But he is, you know, he he showed up uh, for the two out of three falls match. He was there with Sasha Banks and Michael P.S. Hayes. And you would have been like, oh, it's Funaki. No, that's not Funaki. Uh, (laughs) he, He is just, he is the epitome of a non entity. Well, and maybe a little more literally because he's. Has not been around for quite some time. Well, and but he is, you know, NXT has passed him by and lapped him a couple of times. You know, you think that when Hideo Itami comes back, he's going to get a legitimate shot when you've got guys now like Austin Aries and Nakamura and Apollo Crews and Ciampa and Rich Swan and the guy who looks like Cesaro, Chris Gerard, And, you know, there are tons of guys that are going to be ahead of him in line. So what is... Nakamura's arrival in NXT affect how does it affect Hideo Itami? It just pushes him further down to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. That's certainly to the back of the line, that's for sure. Unless they're gonna team up and become Nakatami and there's Nakatami Plaza, that would be you know, they could do that, I suppose. I like to see that. I don't think they're gonna form a Japanese stable. I don't think we're gonna see Asuka and Nakamura and Atami as some And that's the thing you're gonna say, you know, stifling his move set or whatever. People make that argument all the time, but I think that's BS. He's, and you also brought up the thing about the language barrier, which I think that's a little more true. But I mean just take a look at Asuka, man. She has a language barrier as well, but she still manages to have personality and a charisma of a sort. You know, she still is connecting with the audience, I think, in a way that Hideo Itami does not. So to fall back in the language thing, while that's true, there's more types of communication, body language, you know, that a truly charismatic performer ought to be able to capitalize on. So I have trouble buying that excuse any longer, I guess. All right. Well, that's fine. Perhaps you're right. I, you know, I I don't know. I have been unimpressed with Hideo Itami, and I know there's lots of people who think otherwise, and good for you. But I have been unimpressed with Hideo Itami from the very beginning, and I'm not sure that that's going to change. So, I'll sorry, give him a Brandon. shot. I, I, what? I'll give him a shot. 
But, I mean, that's all I can say. Uh, going to his other question, how long do you see Shinsuke Nakamura spending in NXT before he heads up to the main roster? I think that depends on a lot of factors. The main roster who, you know, like we said earlier in this show, this summer there's going to be a lot of guys coming back. So, does Nakatomi Plaza speak English? Uh, yes, not entirely well. But he does. He he did okay. He spoke it in the same. I would equate it to a similar level of Oscar. I you think know, he got he got his message across. And like Oscar, he's not going to need a whole lot of words to get his messages across. Uh, mm, uh, I think he's going to be in NXT for a year to eighteen months. I would say he's the either he's Royal Rumble twenty seventeen. He's there, the NXT guy who comes up. Although I don't think we had one this year. Uh, besides Rhino, I suppose. Or he's the Raw after WrestleMania 33. He shows up. Yeah. Uh, did you know, going completely off topic, because that's how we do things, uh, did you know they're making a sequel to Red Dead Redemption? Cool. No, the I didn't Western know that. video game? I'm, I'm checking online. Did you know that that itself now. is a sequel to a game? Red Dead Revolver? I did, yeah. I did not. Did you know there's a zombie version? Of course you did, because you're you. So. Undead Nightmare. All right. Um, which brings us to our final email. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. Be our bestie. <laughs> what, what was it I said earlier? Don't be like the resty. Be our bestie. God, I hate you. DDT Wrestling. Hello, besties. Your fellow Minnesotian again. This week, with some mixed questions. Number one. Who do you think will win the WWE title first? Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, or Austin Aries? Number two. Non-wrestling related. DC, will you be watching Daredevil Season 2? It should be really good, and better than the first season, for sure. Your bestie, Nate. Well, Nate, thank you, Nate, where's you your are. Twitter handle? At OrioKing08. He is such a bestie that I actually have it memorized now. I believe he is at OrioKing08. All right, so. very nice. Um, yes, I will watch Daredevil Season 2, though I don't know when. I will also watch, watch it. Go ahead. I will also watch it. I watched season one. I thought it was very good, and I'd be interested in seeing some more, especially with a darker-toned Punisher thrown in the mix. Did you watch Jessica Jones? I did not, nor do I think I'm going to. I watched a couple of episodes, and as much as I love me a, a campy villain... And Purple Man certainly is one of those. I could not get into it, and I don't know that I will finish. Yeah. Um, the trailer but was I, of no interest to me. But I will certainly watch Daredevil Season 2. It looks great. I thought Season 1 was very good, so I don't know if we can say that it'll be better than the first season for sure. I'm sure it will be. But First season was real good. First season was very good. Kingpin was amazing. One of the better villains we've had in One superhero. of the best actor interpretations of a character that I can think of. Because he he did not play that character 
he was. Right. And I don't think I don't think that character as played appeared on paper in a script anywhere. Um yeah. it was a unique sort of interpretation of the Kingpin and I appreciated it. Yeah. And I think you know, the Punisher's going to be great and if they bring in Electra that's certainly interesting. No interest in Electra, thank you. But Jennifer Garner ruined it for me. <laughs> You're you're gonna have to work hard to get some to get an opposite a, a yang to Daredevil's yin, like you did with Kingpin. So that's a it's a high bar for them to try to surpass. Mm. But I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know. No one has yet told me whether or not you need to watch Jessica Jones to appreciate all. I know eventually all of these stories are gonna come together in a Defenders Meh. kind of thing. I have a feeling I'll be able to get the gist of it, even without having dedicated uh, 20 hours of my life to season one of Jessica Jones. Fair enough. Um, Did you watch the Civil War trailer? Yeah. What'd you think? It looks like another one of those movies, all right. And hey, there's Spider-Man at the end. All right. I will will say this. Congratulations to Marvel for getting me more... We've had this conversation. We did have this. We had it last week. We talked- well, last week okay. I had not seen the trailer. That's why I thought you brought it up. Ah, yes. All right. But yes. I am now very interested in Spider-Man. I'm interested in the movie. I saw the latest X-Men Apocalypse trailer today. That looks good as well. Didn't watch it. So, because you haven't... Have you seen Days of Future Past? No. Did you see X-Men First Class? No. The last one I, I watched watch- was Last Stand. Well, and... Forget all that. I would watch both of them. You'll appreciate them. You'll you would you will enjoy them at least somewhat. You will enjoy them more than you've enjoyed any X Men movie since X Two, which I guess is only one other movie. Yeah, but still. Uh-huh. Um. So, uh, who do you think will win the WWE title first? There, Doc. Apollo Baron Cruz. Corbin, Apollo Cruz. Oh, interesting. You picked the African American in WWE. I did. Would you like to defend that? Uh, I don't think the company is as racist as everybody thinks they are. I think that the trend certainly is there. But I think that the company... Let me correct that statement. The history is there for why people might think that. However, Mm -hmm. track records aside, I think that this is a very different company than existed Ten years ago, five years ago, it's a very different company that existed even two years ago. And I think moving forward, that is going to be less of a barrier than many people seem to think that it is. This is a company that gives substantial screen time every week to their tag team champions, The New Day. I think it's a matter of time. Okay. Very good. My answer, since you asked. I didn't. I don't care. It's a good thing we're on a podcast together. <laughs> None of them. Yeah. Who do? Who will win the WWE title first? None of them. Yeah, Baron Austin Corbin Aries. and Austin Aries are not going to win that title. Austin, the only one I think that could win the title is Baron Corbin. Austin Aries isn't going to win the title because there's too many other guys like him. Yeah. And I don't know... You know what his he's also I think if I check really quick I think he's another one of those guys who's pushing forty 
Austin Aries is 37. Ha ha. He's pushing 40, and there's just too many other guys ahead of him. By the time he would be deemed ready to win the title, he's going to I'm be not sure for. Austin Aries ever goes to the main roster. I would agree. I think he might, you know, and maybe it's another one of those things where he gets to keep his name and, you know, a Samoa Joe kind of thing where you keep your name, fine, go ahead, keep your name, and you stay in NXT. Uh, Baron Corbin has a shot, and I like Baron Corbin a whole lot more than I used to, but that's still a stretch for me. Um, And Apollo Crews, it actually has nothing to do with his race. It just, again, smiling guy of any nationality doesn't do it for I me. Think he'll, I think he will get beyond that. I certainly hope that he does. I certainly hope that he does, but right now I have yet to see it. Does he have a feud right now? No. Is he feuding with anyone? I don't think so. I wonder what he's going to do at uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas, because it's Balor and Joe, it's Aries and Corbin, it's Nakamura and Zayn, it's Bailey and Asuka. It's Alpha versus Revival. There's not much time for any more matches. I'm sure he'll have something, but I don't even know who he'd face. Like, we're, we're running out of single stars. You know, Champ- Champa, uh, Johnny Gargano. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Interesting, interesting. I could see Apollo Crews being a nice addition to America Alpha. You think so? Yeah. Speaking of teams that aren't just twos anymore. Maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> What's so funny? Sorry. I, I just happened to look up. I know I live a spoiler-free lifestyle, but since this this already happened, I looked up who he is facing at uh, NXT TakeOver. Would you like to know, or do you want to stay spoiler-free? Uh, feel free. Spoiler alert. Cover your ears if you don't want to know. Um, he's facing the Drifter. Good for the Drifter. I was going to say, making it on an NXT card in a match that he may win. Probably not, but he might. <laughs> he might. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking right. of characters that do nothing for me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Damien Sandow, I miss you. I do, too. Um, okay. So, one thing I did want to talk about, unless you have... W- do you have uh, WWE topics that are just bursting forth that you want to talk about? Uh, I suppose. I, I did try to strong-arm you into this NXT show, and I don't want to keep you talking about something that you're not passionate about. Oh, no, I love we can NXT. talk about Lucha Underground if you want a Ring of Honor or whatever else you've watched. Uh, no, I'm happy to move on. Uh... I, I just I'm glad that Oscar is getting the title shot at uh, Takeover. Does she win? Who Who are the next? Who are the people that get called up next? Enzo and Cass. Pretty. It seems pretty obvious that they're going to get called up next. Who is the next male single star and female star to get called up to the main roster? I think Bailey goes up next, and and when after WrestleMania. When, Right after. So she loses the title to Asuka and moves on. I think so. Okay. I don't think she sticks around for a rematch like the last couple of women's champions did. Mm-hmm. I think she just moves on. I think, you know, I, I originally had said some weeks ago that she needed to stay to kind of anchor that division. But Asuka's got it pretty much locked down. She right does. Now, I mean, so. and you know, if depending how WrestleMania turns out, 
you could see Sasha picking up the women's championship, and the next night, who comes out but the person who beats Sasha for the NXT women's championship? I don't think that's going to happen, but I would love to see that in writing. Whew. You are a great fantasy booker when you put your mind to it, there, Doc Manson. Well done. Mm. Well done. Um, and what about I just men? like logic. Hmm? Uh, what about men? I mean, technically, it's we're in the middle of it already. It's Sami Zayn, right? Well, I'm assuming he, he's already there. He's wrestled enough, men, you know. Once you've wrestled one or but two, he's matches on the WWE, takeover card. Yeah, but he's he's entirely possible he'll be on the WrestleMania card. But he's not. So, the next male star that gets called up is Sammy. After, oh god, after him, after him. Um, Enzo and Cass. I just don't know what the heck else you do with them. You can't get. You can't say after them either because they are not on the main card. No, but I said. Tag team, male singles. Oh, star, I didn't females. hear that. I didn't hear you breaking up. So, Enzo and Cass are the next tag team. Bailey is the next woman. After Sami Zayn, I say it's Corbin. I don't think it's Balor, but it could be. I think it's Corbin who's the next to come up because I don't think he's going to stick around. Corbin to feud seems with more like Joe. He seems you more know. likely. I think he's a guy he could come up. You know, uh, one thing I will say. And yes, Bray Wyatt had a back injury, which makes more sense. But I was really hoping that we were going to see Wyatt and Harper at WrestleMania. I was really hoping. Wyatt and Harper? Yes. I was hoping that it was Harper was going to, you know, be t- you know, Harper and Rowan would essentially be tired of continuing to be the guys fed to the wolves, so to speak. They did that before. Bray Wyatt. It didn't end too well for either of them. Well, then they can try it again. A lot of people aren't going to remember that right off the top of their heads. You know what's going to happen if they try it again? We're just never going to see Luke Harper and Eric Rowan again. And as somebody who appreciates Luke Harper, I guess I would just prefer that he remains part of the Wyatt family indefinitely because I don't think he has a career after that's over. Sad to say. I I can't see him transitioning gimmicks. I can't see him, like, being repackaged as, you know... A no. guy in a suit with like a ponytail and a bald spot. I mean, I can see him like coming that. out as a tow truck driver or something. He, he would, he would, he and Rowan could look very good next to the Drifter, just hobo brigade. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to you that. Heard, you heard it here first on DDT Wrestling Hobo Brigade. Don't we already have that? Social Outcast isn't that same thing? All right. Uh. I know we're, we haven't yet hit an hour, and fans are going to be upset, but I, I'm out of things to talk about there, Doc Manson. Do you got anything to talk about besides our usual weekly positivity? You don't have anything else to talk about? Well, not NXT-wise. You can bring up some topics, I said. Bring up some topics. What do you want to chat about? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, do you want to look at the WrestleMania card? We can spend a few minutes looking at the WrestleMania card. Kalisto versus Ryback exciting you? Not really. I know. Um, Kalisto, Kalisto really doesn't do anything for me. Really? Yeah. I like Kalisto. Ryback doesn't do anything for me, but we've talked about that enough. Yeah. I don't know. He's just another Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio never did anything for me either. Okay. What is missing? What is it What is it about him that uh, he lacks in Doc Manson's eyes? I don't think that he lacks anything. I just think it's the booking. I don't need another tiny champion beating the big guys like that's all he's going to be that's going to be his career and i've seen that enough times that 
I don't know. That story does not hold any intrigue for me. But won't that be Sami Zayn's career? Yeah. Sami Zayn... Yeah, I mean, I guess... So I guess there is something else there. There is a sort of charisma that I think Sami Zayn has that just, I guess, Kalisto lacks. And maybe it's the mask. Maybe I, I'm not connecting because I can't see the face, the facial expressions. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we've had more time to buy into the persona of Sami Zayn. Like, Sami Zayn has, you know, we have watched him struggle. Kalisto, necessarily, I don't have, you know, him losing to Alberto Del Rio isn't a struggle in my mind. No. You know, if Kalisto got a main event push and was feuding with a heel Roman Reigns, per se, or something like that, maybe we'd get into him a little more. But. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'm liking this Bailey coming out to confront champion Sasha Banks. And really, it doesn't even matter if it's Sasha. It could be Charlotte. Because, yeah. True. I mean, it could... could, They've feuded before. Like, that just makes perfect sense to me. You leave Asuka behind to run run the women's division. I don't know if she's really ready to do that, though. I don't know if... I don't know if you can have a women's champion in NXT who does not talk, or at least ostensibly does not talk, you know. We've had a woman superstar who does not talk, you know. Who was that? It would be about the people around. Well, I'm just saying, like she's been, she's been doing just fine on her own. Yeah, she's selling I suppose a whole so. bunch of merch and stuff. Well, that's so, true. I guess that's what you have her. Then she takes. Then she can take on Nia Jackson, Eva. Then she could take on, you know, Dana Brooke and Emma. Again, then she could, you know. Then maybe by then. You know, Peyton Royce or Billy Kay or whoever's ready. Maybe Alexa Bliss could be seen as a somewhat of a contender. But that's one of the problem I think you run into is Asuka's so good, who possibly beats her? Besides maybe Eva Marie if Asuka gets screwed out of the title. Nia Jax? Ugh. I don't want to see that either, but I like there's, Nia Jax fine, there's but a, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it either, but there's a story there, at least, you know, large sort of powerhouse, not the type of opponent that we're used to Asuka facing because she manhandles most of her similarly sized opponents, which she would have more difficulty doing to Naya. So, I mean, I could see that, although I would not be happy with it. I could see it. Alright, that's fair. That's fair. Alright, I guess we're out of steam then. I I rely on you normally to bring the topics. Well, I'm just trying to think. You know, we saw Roman Reigns return. Um... Neville's hurt. Jericho's cutting nice promos on AJ Styles. Kevin Owens had a great match at Roadblock, but I can't remember who he... No, he didn't. He wasn't on Roadblock. He and AJ Styles wrestled a 30-minute Iron Man match in a non-televised event. Uh, but you I know, did not Roadblock know that was good. I'm sorry? I did not know that that happened. Yeah. I wish I had seen that. Owens and Styles are wrestling tonight on SmackDown. Maybe that's why we need to end the show, because we need to go watch SmackDown. So Ooh, Mario, Mario Ronaldo. Mario Batali can call an, a Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles match. That's a dream come true. I would like to see that. So, but I won't see right. that because I'll be working on my super secret bestie project. Shh! Don't tell anyone. I won't. Okay. What's your? Uh, Why are we whispering? What's your piece? What's your piece of positivity to take with you through the week? Oh, um, it's Dean Ambrose opening up that box and pulling out Barbie and seeing Mick Foley there being used effectively. Like you said, small dose, perfect use, and pass. And I mean, Mick Foley literally said it passing of the torch. Like, mm-hmm. 
I could not ask for better things for Dean Ambrose. I love Dean Ambrose. You go back to that. Are you worried? Are you worried that he's going to get pigeonholed into the Mick Foley? He's only good if he bleeds. Kind of role. I don't care. There isn't okay. one of those in the company right now. And if that's going to be his shtick, fine. All right. Absolutely fine. I'm not My convinced. Piece? I'm not convinced oh, that he goes on to beat Brock Lesnar like you are. But okay. I'm still fine with it. My piece of positivity is going to uh, maybe not amaze, but it's going to come as a little bit of a surprise. My piece of positivity is the World Heavyweight Champion Triple H. Wrestled on Monday Night Raw. I don't remember the last time that's happened. Wrestled oh, yeah. A, well, I wanted, wrestled I wanted to talk about that. You, okay, you, well, you let's go ahead talk first. About it. You go ahead. Uh, I just, I just want to say, you know, when Triple H won the title at the Royal Rumble, people assumed he wasn't going to wrestle until Mania, and they were upset about that. And I had hoped that he would wrestle at least at Fastlane, maybe even on, you know, and I, my, my pie-in-the-sky dream was that he should wrestle at least a couple of times on Raw, and he did. Would I have picked Dolph Ziggler as, as his opponent? No. No. I would have rather seen him fight a younger guy. But it was still good, and it's, you know, Triple H at whatever age he is, 46 years old, is still a very decent wrestler, and now Did he wrestle mind, at Fastlane? incredible champion. No, but he wrestled at Roadblock, and he okay. wrestled at Raw. Okay. Um, so the thing I wanted to talk about was Dolph Ziggler, actually. Um, when he came out to confront the authority, there was a line that Stephanie McMahon delivered that I thought, you know banged the bell, like, rang it as loud as possibly could be, it just rung so true. And that line was when she said to Dolph Ziggler, and I quote, you are not John Cena, end quote. That was the reason why we saw that match this week. If John Cena were not injured, if he were back, the opponent that would have been facing Triple H this week would have been John Cena. Now, that said, I think this is a net positive for Mr. Ziggler. Because what it says to me is, in the absence of John Cena, they looked around at their roster and said, huh, who can fill that role? And I don't know how they ended up settling on Dolph Ziggler. I don't know that I agree with that logic, but they did. So does that mean positive things for Dolph Ziggler in the near future? What do you think? I honestly thought this was going to be the last time we ever saw Dolph Ziggler. Because Triple H and Stephanie were cutting their typical promo, and while I like Triple H the wrestler, Triple H cutting his authority promo never does it for me, so I had turned the volume down. Mm. And then all of a sudden... Dolph Ziggler came out in a suit and cut a promo. And we have heard a rumor that somebody in the company other than Wade Barrett had offered their release or had asked for their release, essentially, and had been given it. And so I thought, all right, maybe this is Ziggler. Maybe this is going to be Ziggler's way. It's going to be, you know, they're going to have a match, and if Ziggler loses, he's fired. And so he wrestles the match, he comes close, he loses, he gets fired, and we never see him again, at least in the near future. Um, that didn't wind up happening. I don't understand the purpose of having hit, you know, the stipulation where he can choose his WrestleMania match only to then lose. You know, Roman Reigns could have made a lot more sense coming out and, you know, helping 
Dolph Ziggler win, though it wouldn't have been that silent assassin character I like so much, but I digress. Um, so, you know, I was I was fine with it. You know, I, I do think you're right. I do think Ziggler kind of filled the role that a John Cena kind of would have filled in that sense. Um, I don't know what it means for Dolph Ziggler. You know, I'd like him to turn heel. I've wanted him to turn heel since the love rhombus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it means more... Uh, of a push for Dolph Ziggler, that's certainly not a bad thing. The man is an excellent wrestler. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. You like Dean Ambrose. I like Triple H. We like professional wrestling. And we like you, neighborhood. You can find us, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. My esteemed colleague, as always, Doc Manson. You can find him on Twitter at Doc Manson. You might not hear from him a lot for the next... I don't know, a few months, years, however long it takes <laughs> our super secret bestie project to be finished. But hey, as soon as we can get our all um, all character improv show going. <laughs> Absolutely. Hatsy and Beefy take over the world. Uh, hey, but until feel free then, to, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter. I, I don't guarantee to respond, but hit me up with your ideas as to what a super secret bestie project could possibly be. Could be anything. Indeed. Could be anything. Could be our own line of cooking products. I sure hope so. All right. We're making a cookbook, the Pumpkin Spice Cookbook. Uh, He's Doc Manson. I'm DC Matthews. And we will see you around the neighborhood. We are Gibraltars.